Hi everyone, welcome to another episode. I'm your host Asha and today I was really excited, right? Because I wanted to have this conversation. I thought, what is, we're talking about life after 25 and I'm like, this is the topic of, I think, I really think like sex after 25 is a topic that we don't talk enough about. We really don't. So I thought, what a better guest than to have someone that loves talking about it has their own podcast which i've literally tried to catch up on (laughs) we'll get into it Uh, please 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 introduce yourself yeah hi guys um my name is georgette and i am the host of just the tip podcast which is a sex positive podcast because i just like talking about sex yeah and i love and i love listening to it i really do (laughs) i really like i I think there's, it comes a time when you get to a certain age, you're just like, I just want to be honest about what I'm going through, what I'm experiencing. And I still think even as old as we are, there's still some people who still kind of funny about talking about it. And I'm like, hi, my friend, you're having it. Like, let's talk. talk. That's my thing. Like, I'm just like, we're all here because someone had sex. I don't like to think about it, but they did. No, but. That's the realness. And I think for, I mean, the majority of people are having sex anyway, mm-hmm. um, consensual sex. So I don't think that, you know, we should kind of still be in this time now, especially in like big, big 2021, where we feel a way to talk about sex, especially as women, especially as black women. Mm-hmm. Like we need to talk about it so much more than what we were ever allowed to do when we were so much younger. No, absolutely. So let's go back. So with the show, I always like to start with my guest. First of all, how are you doing? Lockdown. How how's your mental space, babe? Like literally, that's because I'm like, guys, I'm I'm holding on for dear life. How are you? God, mine has been like such a roller coaster. Like I can't yeah. even lie. And like sometimes I will openly share when it is very up and very down but I think that's that's just because because of the way that I am people always get to watch me be very like playful and very fun and very happy and I mean in general I'm a very like happy carefree person but lockdown has played some games on my mental and like I think I'm probably managing whatever that means a bit Mm -hmm. better now but I've definitely had times where I've just, I've been awful. Like, I'm not getting out of bed or I, I don't have any, like, like, motivation. I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to do oh. anything. Um, yeah, it's it's not, it's not fun. No, it's, not fun. it's, yeah. it's been hard. Like, honestly, it's been hard on everyone. And I think I've given myself grace to be like, you know what? If you're not feeling it today, you're not feeling it today. Yeah. I honestly always think I've got a three-year-old and if I can just get up and move and do something for him for the rest of the day, bibs, I've, I've achieved something. <laughs> You've won already. <laughs> honestly, like, You've I'm won. just like, you know what? By, by the grace of God, I've done something because it's hard. Like, it mm-hmm. is, you, like, I'll get to a point when I'll just look around and be like, oh my God, we're in a pandemic, people. We are. Like, it's for real, real. Like, we actually are. And, and I think one thing that I've, found quite difficult is is like I will feel low I'm like oh god I hate being this I hate this like mm-hmm. 
being inside and blah, blah, blah. And then I will almost take that feeling away from myself and be like, mm. well, George, everyone's going through it. And I'm just yeah, like, yeah. yes, they are. But I'm still allowed to oh feel my God, a bit yes. Yeah. you have to and you have to give yourself that grace because like i don't think there's a way like a single way how to deal with this like honestly i'm just like you know what well, however you can deal with it if you want to have a moment because it's not fair to be like oh no you should be grateful like i've been on this yeah. journey of trying to be grateful in my everyday life but ah babes sometimes you're just like you know what today ain't it today yeah it just doesn't feel good i don't feel good the world don't look good and you have to, you really have to, especially like you'll say, let's talk about career. Apart from the podcast, yeah. what is, what's your background? What's your career? Um, okay, so I work as um, a talent manager. So I okay. look after influencers. I've, I've, I've worked in influencer marketing for like the past four years now. Okay. So... I've done like different elements of it. So I've worked like brand side where I've I've done campaigns for brands or I've I've worked agency side where I've worked with like a multiple of like your top like well-known brands um mm-hmm. in the UK and kind of put together all of their influencer campaigns and done that side and now I'm the other side where I like manage the influencers and like okay. and proper like advocate for, I'm 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 not no I'm obsessed with the with the industry. Like, Be honest. <laughs> yeah, I I honestly love my job so much, and I advocate for for influencers so much because they work hard. So listen, I, yeah. So I'm the person that is like like making sure that they are getting the the best deals with brands. I'm contacting brands, and I'm being like, why why haven't you worked with this person yet? They're amazing, um, and doing all of that, but. Before I got into influence marketing, um, I worked as a social worker. So I did something. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, something completely That's different. So different. Still kind yeah. of caring for, still caring yeah. for people. So I there's still that, that vibe. Yeah. yeah, no, there's still that vibe. But hey, you went from helping to this is a different world. <laughs> influencer. Yeah. A very, very, very different world. But I think that that's just because and like. I loved that role, but mm-hmm. it, it burnt me out a lot. It was very emotionally draining. Yeah, and I imagine. As much as I kind of had that capacity to kind of deal with that, I was just like, can I do this mm. for the rest of my life? Like, is this really what I want to do? And the answer was no. So I left. It was hard, Those... though. Yeah. Those are the hard questions to ask yourself. Like, how old were you when you decided to change over? I changed career when I was 27, 28. Love, love that. Yeah, yeah. and like, like, even that, like my friends and family were like, but this isn't the age where you, where you do that. Mm, like, this is yeah. the age where you're very like settled and I had a, honestly great job, great team. And I think it could have gone like, Either I stayed in that and I would have like bought a house in the area and just done yeah, that yeah. until the end, basically. Um, but I think just just the kind of person that I, I am, like mm-hmm. if I'm not in it anymore, I'm not in it. I, yeah. See, I admire people so much because I think for me, I always tell people I took 
when something didn't work out for me, so I always thought I was going to do PR. And when that didn't work out, I took so long to just get back up and try something else. And age was such a thing. I was just like, oh, no, I'm too old. Like, I went to uni for this. And you're doing a whole social worker. So I don't, like, what's your background in terms of where you're from? Because I know African parents, hi, huh, you're leaving a whole I'm great Nigerian. job. Oh, I'm sorry, babe. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, like, like, even, so, okay, just quickly, because I can, oh God, I can chat. But, um. Oh, please do, please do. <laughs> so, basically, um, when I decided to quit, that career mm-hmm. I was actually going to go traveling for six months and so I had made very like quick decisions mm-hmm. in a very sh- short period of time but I was like this is what I'm doing and it was either a thing where I was going to go and travel to Spain and I was going to live there for like a year okay. or I was gonna, like backpack for six months and I was just like I'm going to backpack and I remember coming home and the day that I told my mum and my dad and I was like okay guys so <laughs> A, I'm going traveling. And obviously, when you say the word traveling to any African parent, they just think they that... Just, they just don't understand. <laughs> What's happening? A, they thought, oh, like, you're going on holiday. And I was just like, no, like, I'm, I'm going to be gone for six months. And they were like, what about your job? And I was, I was like, yeah, I'm going to quit. Huh? Dad? <laughs> they said, quit? And I was just like... Like, you haven't been fired. Do you want to voluntarily like, leave? Literally, you want to... <laughs> it was literally that and it's like I spoke to them and then I spoke to one of my uncles bless him and um, he was just like help me understand this whole like traveling thing and I was like okay so I'm, I'm telling him blah 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 he's like so you're going on holiday for six months <laughs> and I was just like yeah he's like are you going out there to work and I was just like no I don't plan to I was like I don't want to work like I just want to enjoy my life and enjoy this amazing world oh my god that's so foreign to our parents they they couldn't get it um but I don't blame them because I think for them it's it's always been like okay we're going here to work and to make money Mm -hmm. yeah so the idea of I'm going to actually enjoy this money that I've made they're just like exactly like it's it's so foreign to them. I think with our parents, it's for them it was more survival. We're here to survive. Yes. We're here to make money. We've left to get better, like better education, work. So for them it's survival. So us wanting to take breaks and travel, not go to uni, chill, what <laughs> find that? ourselves. Like you want to find yourself. You are here. I can see you. <laughs> like it is insane and then but also it makes me think with my son now i just i'm just like baby boy you you will be free be free just like literally like find yourself because this world i think everything that we've been taught school go to uni find the job and like you said like by 27 you're already told that you should have like it feels like you should have had it figured out like they want us to be like, you finished school. Ah, you have graduated. Give me yeah. kids. Give me career. Yeah. Give yeah. me mortgage. So it's kind of, it's weird. It's so, it, bless them. So like from 27 to yeah. start a whole new career, did you have to go back to school or was it just like, you know what, internship? Because with industries like that. Yeah. I, you know what, I, I was very fortunate because I didn't do either. Um, and I think it was a thing where at the time I was very like up to date with a lot of the bloggers because it was very much about that blogged. Um, so I was up to date with the bloggers, the YouTubers, the influencers that were out as well. 
and I just kind of kept up to date with what was going on in the industry. So when yeah. I was applying for jobs, like it was hard because I was just like, I know I don't have experience. However, <laughs> this is what I'm about. Like I know that this is very much for me. And then when I did get a job um, in an agency, it, it just kind of took off from there. And so I got like a lot of my um, initial experience from there and then it's just just grown but I know for a fact that as much as my like journey has been very like all over mm -hmm. the shop that everything has honestly happened for a, like a reason and for me to kind of be at this point where I'm at now that sounds so deep and like oh but no. like I <laughs> No, but it, do you know what? It really, there's some things that you just have to let it be what it is. Like yeah. it is deep. Like if you really deep what's happening in your life, you're just like, sometimes like guys, I have to confess, there's times when I'm just sitting there, I'm really thinking about my life, not perfect, but I get emotional. I'll be like, you know what, yeah. God, like Honestly. You're, I see you. Honestly. Like, do you know what I mean? Honestly. It's kind of like, I see you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Oh, I, I, <laughs> please no no get get deep did you like with the industry because right now the industry is changing so much because i kind of see it with the influencer i see it all kind of entwined with beauty with fashion it's all so similar so yeah. and then the same problems especially when it comes to like working in the industry as a black woman or seeing other black women like how did how did you how did you find it when you first started um so when I first started I was I'm sure like I was the only black girl like in my work or like maybe there was one other black girl God, we've um, been there. Yeah. <laughs> but then I think throughout my career what what has been the issue that I've then had is like when I've wanted to bring on like other black influencers onto like mm. a campaign and I will like position them either to a manager or to a client and say this person they need to be on this campaign and yeah. it's like they will they will almost want you to like justify why and I'm just like because they're not gonna sell them to them yeah and I'm just like if we take away from the fact that I'm that I know that you're asking me to justify this because this girl or guy is black mm -hmm. they hold your entire your entire target audience mm -hmm. and i'm just like when i present like a whole heap of like white influences you don't ever ask me to justify like if anything you're you just imagine? asking me for the numbers so why am i having to like justify and i'll never um, forget an, an agency that I worked at and I positioned a black influencer who at the time was amazing and even now does incredible stuff yeah. and I was like this person would be perfect and he turned around to me and said oh I just think she's a bit risky and I was she just like it's those undertone language those, okay. those little microaggression language I'm just microaggressions like oh, like, oh I think that's a bit of a wild card. And I'm like, why? Because every other talent that you have said that we should put forward is white. Like it's, yeah, it's like, it's not been easy, but I've, I've definitely seen the change in, yeah. like, in, in the industry now. Um, I think some brands are trying or they're a lot more aware that they aren't inclusive enough. I think even like in the workplace as well, yeah. they are definitely trying to be a lot more inclusive and 
to kind of be like, okay, you know what? We were doing an awful job before. Yeah, so, it's our accountability. I think yeah. it's, you know, I... I being in those spaces where you're the only black girl, I think it gets so boring. And I'm hope like just to hear that women, young girls at this age, are still going through it. It's to the okay. point. It's like just be accountable. Like just be accountable. We fucked up. We're yeah. gonna fix it now. How yeah. do we fix it? It's yeah. it's stop it. pretending. Like mm-hmm. stop pretending you had it all. No, like just say we fucked up. Now how do we move forward? Have you found yeah. yourself to be a lot more outspoken? in your positions and to stick up for yourself, not just for the, I think your role is to stick up for the influencers. What about yourself? Like has Um, age played a role in helping you do that? Yeah, so I I think the older that I've I've got, the more I'm just like, I don't like that. (laughs) Oh, I'm like, my spirit, my spirit won't allow me to be quiet. (laughs) Yeah, I can't. But I think also just because like naturally, as a child, I avoided conflict at every possible time. Wait, Even are like you a Libra? Now. Are you a Libra? Yeah. Yes, me too. Because <laughs> I avoid. Wait, let me tell you, right? Oh I can, God. I can. Uh, listen, I can argue with the best of them, but I hate it. I don't I like it. to argue. I avoid confrontation. Like I'm literally. I listen, that. you're not gonna ruin my chakra. I don't want to argue with you. You don't pay my I bills. Hate it. I hate it. And I think... Honestly, I knew you were a Libra. <sighs> this is great. Um, <laughs> the reason why, like, I hate it, and you're probably the exact same, is because, you see, once I'm there, Ooh. it's long for everyone. It's long for everyone. Yeah, shut down this whole place. <laughs> it's long for everyone. So for me, I'm just like, let's not get me there, because once I'm there, I'm sorry. This is like this is it. So I, oh my god, I honestly get that. I'm the kind of person where I'm trying as older as I'm getting. I've done so much change in my life. I've removed people. It hasn't all. It hasn't always been toxic people. I've just been like, you know what? You're not for me. Yeah. So I'm just like I'm just avoiding because you're right. Once I get there, ah, literally like, <laughs> like you can't bring me back. Like I've told. I remember I told exes once I say it's over. Like, I won't come back. I'm not the ones that will come back because everything was sweet. I don't care. Like, I will forget oh, that we God. had good dick. Like, I will forget. Oh, my God, yes. Well, listen, I, will, right. I will walk past you like we're strangers. I don't even... <laughs> because, like, I have talked to, like, other women that are like, oh, yeah, like, I get on up with my ex and we're still cool. And I'm, and I'm oh. just like, I don't know what that's like. Like, when it's done... Mm-hmm. Why are we talking? Like, I don't... And, like, I don't know if it's, like, the universe or whatever, Mm -hmm. but it's, like, I won't even bump into you in the street. I won't see your face online. Like, literally, you're you're (laughs) gone from my life, like, completely. So we don't need to kind of be like, oh, yeah, like, how are you? No. It's actually done. No, it has to be. I I really appreciate that. I really, really yeah. do. So, like, so to to ask when we're talking about you know kind of being done with exes and everything. So, has that also helped? Definitely with relationships because I think being vocal when you're dating is <laughs> it's required. Yes, it is. Um, but I think one of the the things that I do if I'm in like 
a relationship or like in a situation, um, I can be vocal, but I think my tolerance is mm -hmm. too high. I think my tolerance is too high. So I will tolerate things, but I think that's, that's also because I like to look at things on like a bigger picture. And I'm just that like, balancing Libra yeah, nonsense. I'm like, is this a big deal or am I just annoyed right now? And then I'll, I'll kind of have that back and forth. And then I'm just like, you know what? In two hours time, it's not even gonna matter. So it's fine. But again, I have my point. And then mm -hmm. when I get to that point where, where I'm just like, I'm tired of balancing these scales. I'm tired of this shit. I'm just gonna say, <laughs> I didn't like that. Like that's honestly my thing. When I don't like something and I'm at my point, my, my, my words are, I didn't like that. I didn't like when you did this. I didn't like mm -hmm. when you did that. I don't like that. Like it made me feel this way. Like nice. I've listen. Like honestly, I feel like honestly when it I'm trying because like you said, I don't like we don't like confrontation. Yeah. But I also want to always make sure that I've done everything and I've communi communicated as much as I could. So mm -hmm. I will give you a chance and be like, hey my spirit you have disturbed my spirit it didn't like this so you made didn't me like feel it. like this because it's it's one of those things that i'm learning i'm like i'm in a relationship six years and it's literally you get to that point where especially with the lockdown mm, mm, spiritual ginger <laughs> every time <laughs> every, every day you have to call on spiritual ginger because yeah. it's it's literally like it's not easy mm. and it's at that benchmark of you know six years it's you're kind of like yeah hard and you've got kid so it's definitely like i've to, to be more vocal in really helping like in the relationship has really played a part and i think for me that's definitely played with age i think the older i've gotten i'm pushing from communication because before mm. when i was younger i'll lock you off because <laughs> no i'm not playing i will lock you off because my whole thing is because i don't like to argue especially if you don't contribute anything in my life like you don't pay a bill you don't give me pocket money you don't feed me no pocket money like you it's, it's like <laughs> something let's take it back to parents because you don't contribute in my life in that way i just don't feel arguing is necessary yeah i hear like that it's it's you just you develop this like with age like how have you feel like you what have you noticed about yourself that you've gone older and just how you maneuver this um, thing called life how do i maneuver in life i feel like i think one of the the biggest things for me as i've got older is i'm a lot more grateful like i have mm. so much gratitude for just like small things i'm just like i am so grateful that i'm like not in that um that workplace anymore i'm not in mm. that friendship anymore i'm not in that relationship anymore and and i'm i'm able to kind of see things and kind of have like gratitude like in the moment like that's a big thing for me um what else i'm just i'm i am definitely a person or like over time i've become the kind of person where it, if i want to do something for me i'm gonna mm -hmm. do it even if that could come across as a bit selfish to others i'm just like this life is actually for me and and i think that was probably like one of the 
the biggest battles that I had like with my parents like growing up where obviously as a parent you kind of have an idea of what you want your child yeah. to be and what you want them to do and when you want them to get married and all of this stuff and I was just like I don't want any of that and I'm so sorry if that kind of takes away from the idea that you have of my life but this is very much my life God, it's so hard to tell your parents this. Yeah. Do you know, mm -hmm. I only just, like, <laughs> miss big 33-year-old. Only a couple of days ago, I was able to have a conversation with my dad and tell him, you know what, dad? I really want to take this podcast thing seriously. Like, I really enjoy it. I want to see how far it goes. Like, I'll do the little, obviously, you know, I've got a son to feed. I'll do yeah. what I need to do. But I'm like, no, daddy, this is it. Yeah. At 33, I was shaking. <laughs> I was... Just there, like... <laughs> I need to tell you something. <laughs> because they, there's still this thing to try, because we know the trauma they've gone through with immigrating and things like that. You still there's still this need to try and to try and please them and be like, you know what, you didn't waste your time. Like we yeah. we made it, but yeah. but you do we do have to live for ourselves. This life, just one. Yeah, it's funny because like I um like I had a conversation with my mum a couple of months ago now and that we were driving somewhere and I've had this thought for a, like a while now actually mm -hmm. that I didn't want to have kids and okay. it's like Ooh, yeah. Had, yeah and it's like I had talked to you were just trying to end your parents <laughs> at this point <laughs> and I like, love it I, speak with your chest I spoke to my friends about it I spoke to my therapist about it yeah. and I was like I want to tell my mum because because I want to tell her. And like, we were driving somewhere and literally I was in the car like, is this the time to tell her when she's behind the wheel? Is this, like, is this the time? So like I just told her, I was like, mum, oh. <laughs> um, I was just like, mum, I don't think I want to have kids. And she was just like, why? And I was just like, if if I wanted children, would you have asked me why? Mm. And she was like, no, I wouldn't. And I was just like, yeah. And, and I was just like, you know, like, I'm very aware that I could change my mind and things like that. But I was like, in this moment right now, if I don't have children, I'm, I'm okay with that. So I was yeah. like, it's a plan of mine like I'm not here just like okay I'm 32 I need to meet someone so I can have a kid with them and do all mm -hmm. of it's, it's just it's not where my mind is at or has been at for a very long time um yeah so we we had that it was so awkward and I, I love I love the fact that I love, love, love the fact that you shared this with me because I just think I want us as black women to be so authentic and be okay to talk about different things in our lives and conversations like not wanting kids. Like I'm literally to all my girls, please, please <laughs> think, sis, it's not by force. I love mine, but yeah, ooh, yeah. it's not by force. So it's really, yeah. it's so refreshing to hear a black woman to say this, because I think there's so many women who feel like that. Yeah, and, and like, I love children. Like my, I've got um, a goddaughter, and I, every chance I, I spoil her, we will sit mm -hmm. and we'll talk on FaceTime. This girl is four, and we will sit and we'll chat and we'll do all of this. But 
in terms of me actually having my own it's it's yeah it's not it's it's not there for me and it was like it was quite difficult to like come around to because I was a bit yeah. like what's wrong with me like doesn't yeah. every woman want to like grow up and get married and have kids and blah 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 and but who told us that I feel like exactly. it was engraved in us like we didn't yeah. actually get a chance to actually decide and be like hmm, do I want kids or not yeah. I think all my earlier memories with my mom bless her heart like I love my mom to death like yeah. but I still always remember it being things like when you get married and yes. when you have kids not you will if. understand as a yeah oh it was never if it was she had then made up their minds it was always like when so like we've never really had a chance sorry that is no, sorry, my mom at the worst time <laughs> FaceTime me. She does this. Honest, bless time. her. They love, they love a good FaceTime, God. But yeah, so it was always like when. So when did we actually get a second as a woman to be like, you know what? I don't actually want them. Yeah. Like, do I yeah. actually want the like, wedding? Do I want this? See, like, honestly, all of that. And and I think it, it is just because as I got older, like, I was just a bit like, I haven't ever been given an, an option like, mm-hmm. oh, well, you can, for instance, have a partner live together, but you don't have to get married. You can be together for years and be completely happy. You don't have to have mm-hmm. kids or like all of these like alternatives weren't kind of put in front of me. And I think it's, mm-hmm. it's only as I kind of got older and I've met like so many amazing people that are either like they've been together for years, don't have kids, have a great life or yeah. they, th- th- there are so many options. And I was just like, so if I've got all of these options, why am I just going to like pick the one that I've kind of been like told that like, this is what you have to mm-hmm. do as a woman, you, um, you kind of sit and you're patient until you're picked and then Ooh. until you're picked and then you will then get married and then you will then have children. And these are all the things that you do to kind of keep your man happy. And I think especially as, as African women, there is this whole thing of, you know, like if you don't look after your man, then he'll go elsewhere. Sir, go. The door is wide open. It's, I don't mind. <laughs> do you want directions? I don't if you mind. Want, if, you, if you got lost in a way from exits to like, I honestly, I think, like with with that i see i'm so impressed with how many of us how many women because you know i'm always on clubhouse and i'm always listening to just how women speak and i'm like i'm so glad how how a lot of us have come out of this because yeah that kind of narrative has been forced by so many and we can all relate like it's our culture it's our tradition that's been kind of like wrapped in to make us feel guilt if you don't want certain things Mm -hmm. like I've always felt like I think growing up it's always that guilt I'm Catholic as well so being Catholic is just <laughs> guilt upon guilt yeah. everything you do is but especially coming from an African home and for me being the oldest it was always oh, like okay, same. oh that pressure <laughs> listen I always got you know you're a role model to your brother oh, I didn't even ask I didn't want them when you even you when you even told me you were thinking of having them i said why i'm here i'm all that you need and and i think even that yeah being the oldest child especially in an african household what you then become is a third parent oh babe speak on it 
I love my I'm, peoples. Like, I love my siblings. They are oh, those ones. Honestly, same. Same. Like, they're, they're, those up, are my peoples. But... Growing but, up, I was your, I was your second mum. Okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's a lot. And so, I, I think when you just kind of, like, factor in all of those things as mm-hmm. an African woman and the third parent, as I said... I I am just like you. I'm so glad that a lot more like women now are being so vocal about what they do and what they don't want. What parts of the culture they want to continue. What ones Mm -hmm. they are leave at the door and be like, I'm not going to invite this into my home with my partner Mm -hmm. and my kids because absolutely not. Um, I think it's good for us personally. Yeah, for our kids. You know what? That's like, I feel for the other generations coming, it's great for them because it's kind of like, like you said before, we were never given alternatives of a lot of things. You know, I like what other relationships look like, what, you know, we just weren't given it. So now kids can see, you know what? The happy home is not just mum and dad. Yes. It's not, you know, I'm trying, oh, with my son, I'm trying my best. Like there's a book that we read, you're all welcome. And it shows mum, dad, or mum and mum, dad and dad. And, you know, and it's like, it was weird before. And you're just like, oh, he's got two mummies. And I'm like, yeah, he's got two mummies. Mm-hmm. So, and he's three. So it's kind of given them that alternative. We were never mm-hmm. given that. So I think yeah. a lot of us are getting to an age, especially at this age, I feel like I'm rediscovering myself again. Like I'm giving myself the grace to be like, you know what? Like try things, try different things, see yeah. what works, see yeah. what doesn't work. Did you, mm-hmm. Like when you were growing up, did you, being the oldest, we, did you have a moment of, being rebellious or were you literally like you followed the rules you were because you were the oldest you're like no I did I I think my like rebellious stage came in when I like like I think it came in quite late when when I was about 17 18 Mm, I can remember yeah and I think that is just because like I was very much I was out here to please everybody my parents my aunties Star everybody. I wanted everybody to be happy with me, everything that I did. Mm-hmm. And I think what that then meant was that I wasn't being like true to who I was as a mm-hmm. person. I was just saying yes to everything, even things that I didn't agree with, things I didn't want to do. I was like, yeah, okay, sure. Yep, that's fine. I'll do that. And then I was just a bit like, nah. Are you too tired? <laughs> I'm tired. I don't want to do this. And, and so... Like, I know around that time, like, me and my dad, especially, God bless him, um, we argued so much. Mm. So much. And that is just because I started having an answer for everything. Oh, no. then you became the disrespectful yeah. child. Yeah. Oh, oh you're just a yeah. bad child. You were that, just that was a bad child. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm not rude. I'm not disrespectful. I'm just giving you my opinion. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I think for some parents when you are like the one that says yes to everything they're not used to hearing your opinion as far as they're concerned yeah, yeah, yeah. you have one because you didn't share that whereas my sister like, he's the middle child she came she was born with an opinion and Is everyone there, there's one in every family there's yeah. literally one and i'm so i'm so envious of her because when oh. we were growing up i just thought why are you being so bad why are you not listening to mom and dad but now i'm just like oh my god i'm so jealous i wish i had rebelled i'd wish i'd said no a couple of times i'd mm-hmm. wish i snuck out i went to parties yeah. like i never did that 
<laughs> I never did that. <laughs> like, out and I was fucking like I was home. I was. <laughs> I was home. Like the one thing I did bad, I will. I won't come home. My dad will be like, "Okay, the party you have to be home by eight. Me, I'm like, I love a good party, so I'm like, okay, ten, eleven. Yeah. That was all I did. That was extra. Yeah. Like that's it. Like, and I'd it have was... excuse ready. My phone mm. died. Da, 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 da. Or obviously, like like back in the day, you can say, "Oh, um, my watch like wasn't working anymore," and I thought, "Yeah, it yeah, was yeah." Listen, you could do all of now. Your phone would change the time for you and say, "Hi, hun." It's there's 10. no excuse. <laughs> there's no excuse. Like I'm literally thinking, like for my son to deceive me in this day and age, babes, you're gonna have to become some IT wizard because Honestly. I am. There's nothing I will. I will find you. Yeah. Like we we had the opportunity to get away with things, but I never did. Mm. Did you also rebel? Like with your let's talk about beauty as well. Like with your look. Like growing up, like do you? Because I, I really want to say I think you're so stunning. Like I love the short hair. Like I love a woman. I love it I, on you too, honestly. Like, like my hair's all tied back, but like I, I did shave my hair as well. Like yeah. after I had my son, I was just like I shaved it off. That my edges weren't acting right, so I thought you will not kill me with stress. So I just, <laughs> so I decided to shave it. But I'm not gonna lie. Like I never felt so you couldn't talk to me i literally thought i was like i just thought i'm not hiding from anything it's all yes. my face yeah. and it really helped that i did have a partner that was like every day tell me babes you're bad you look good so that did help but i yeah. just thought so like how was your like transition with looks like growing up um so oh gosh growing up um like i've always been thicker than everybody from like mm. primary school I, I was always the yeah I was the bigger one um I've, I've always had thighs I've always had hips I've always had a bum and mm -hmm. it's like I would try to like hide that as much as possible and I think also like because like I didn't grow up in London so like I like I grew up in a town in a very small town yeah. and so a lot of my friends were all thin and white and so when it came to like being able to access images of black women and be like, okay, well, they look like that. And mm -hmm. that just wasn't there. So all I saw were like my thin white friends and then in the magazines, it was all the thin white models. And I was just oh. like, oh, like I'm, I'm so different. Um, and so like over time, I, I definitely built up some crazy complexes like just about myself and my skin and how I looked and my features. Like I used to hate my lips used to hit my oh, nose. Oh my gosh, yeah. me too. Like, do you know yeah. I feel like I'm talking to myself? Honestly. Honestly, same. Like, I used to hate my lips, like to the point where I used to tell my mom, no mom, I'm gonna get them, I'm gonna get them reduced. And she was like, yeah. look at this silly girl. People yeah. are paying for this yeah. and you want to take it off. Well, She's think... like, go off sis. <laughs> but I think <laughs> at the time, we just didn't really like understand that. And also I think at, like at the time, I, I don't think, black women were appreciated for At their all. beauty as much As what they are now mm -hmm. so um i used to have like super long weave and i always used to get like a massive fringe that would cover like the majority like on my face and then yeah, um, Leah vibes yeah yes girl <laughs> i did love yeah. that Leah swoop. <laughs> and then um when i decided to just like cut my hair so like i think i had 
yeah, this was definitely like after uni. So mm-hmm. I was like, actually, I'm not gonna wear a weave and I'm just gonna have like my 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 natural hair, um, which was like relaxed and I just kind of cut it into like a bob. And then mm-hmm. I just kind of got shorter and shorter and shorter. And then I'd have like, almost like a pixie crop. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah did that. And then literally one day I went into my hairdressers and I was due to get my hair like relaxed and blah, blah, blah. And I literally sat there and she's like, okay, what are we doing today? And I was like, can you just cut it off? Oh my God. She's like, what? She's like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah. I was like, just, oh, just cut it off. And like, you just got tired. How old are you? Yeah. What age? Um, you know what? I, again, I think I was about 28. Mm. Like, honestly, that, that period of time for me was life-changing. Yeah. She's literally picked up the clippers and she just cut my hair off and I was like, okay, cool. And I didn't tell anyone. And I literally drove home, walked in the front door and my mum kind of like walked past me then was like, hmm? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. But like, I, I think that that brought out like me or the person that I was trying so hard t- to be because I didn't have to hide behind anything. I didn't have yes. to hide I didn't like literally nothing and I was just like what you see is mm-hmm. is me like top to bottom literally me and then I kind of got like a bit more comfortable like in my skin and I would just like I would wear clothes that weren't always oversized and I would wear things that actually like fit me and I was just like Jaja, you're actually banging like you're a bad bitch sometimes you have to you remind yourself it? yeah you have to remind yourself um, and like, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I definitely still have moments where I can feel a bit like insecure, like about oh, my body. Oh my god, yes. But also, I'm just like, it's part of my period. Like, <laughs> fucking up the vibe. It, 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 it's not me. It's never me. I'm like, you know what? It's the <laughs> universe. There's something in the yeah. air. I'm still a bad bitch. I don't I'm, get. <laughs> I'm a bad bitch. But it's it's taken me like a long time. It's definitely mm-hmm. been a journey of of just kind of like accepting who I am so with the short hair and the piercings and I get tattoos and everything but I'm just like I'm 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 not I'm not hiding I'm not have I'm not having to put on like a mask to kind of yeah, please yeah, yeah. be like this is like like I think as my like maybe early 20s I was trying to give people the version of me that I thought that they wanted yeah 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 just giving them me so now I'm I'm very much like you like it or you don't like I'm not gonna alter myself yeah that's so good and also I feel like there's also you say like a version of what people want you to be and it's also this pressure of what they expect every black girl to look like or be or to be into like when you talk about the tattoo and everything it's only now that you're seeing people be so open and getting piercings and not having that quote oh my god that's a white girl thing yes so i feel like Uh, now it's even like it's like just seeing everyone just being themselves and there isn't this tied thing oh black girls we don't do this we we don't do that like you can be like you can be free and i'm like who even gave us this this headache of black girls can't do this but there was that there was such Mm -hmm. a stereotype like that yeah 100 percent. like like even if we kind of like like tie it into sex and it was just like you know there were things that black girls don't do when it comes to sex. Like, for instance, like, black girls, black girls, sorry, don't give head. And I was just like, hmm, okay. 
like <laughs> it is interesting i think for me that's a lot of sex things change like the older i got and i got more comfortable with myself i was just like mm, i'm older now like i like when you say about the black girls don't get don't like sucking dick and things like this i'm like mm, i i really enjoy it like yeah, i really like i was like maybe i'm not <laughs> I'm like, maybe I'm not that black girl because this one, <laughs> this one is a-okay with it. But that all came, that came, I think my confidence, especially with sex, like if we're going to get into it, it came with age. Yeah. It definitely came. I wish, you know, do, do you hear when, um who was it? What's her name? Tony Braxton was like, she'd wish she'd had more sex when she was younger. Yeah. I hear and that. She's, and she was like in her fifties and I just thought, well, Yes, I get her. Like she yeah. have more of it. Get to know yeah. yourself. Get to know what you like, what you don't like. And, and I think a lot of that came with age. Yeah, and I think that's because with a lot of black women, we were told that we just kind of had to like save ourselves and do mm. all of the, like, the freaky stuff and explore and do all of that with our partners or like with our husbands. So I do think that's why like a lot of women do kind of get to a point and think, man, like, I wish I did a lot more, like, when I was younger. But I think that's just because at that time, our entire, like, like, our mindset was just, you know, have this, like, very pure virgin Mm -hmm. perception of ourselves. So I definitely get it. Because I think even for me, like, there's definitely things where... No, I would like. I wish that my my understanding of sex when I was younger was so much different. I think, yeah, when I was younger, it, it was very much about how to please men. Like it wasn't about me having a good time as well. It was very much like, okay, well, I have to do this to kind of keep my boyfriend happy because yeah, 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 he wants to have sex. So like, if he wants to, then I have to. As opposed to it being like, this is a mutual thing, like. His pleasure, of course, that's important. Mine is mm-hmm. as important. Um, yeah, a journey, such a it, journey. Oh, it's a journey. And I think it's so, it's so, people don't realise just how much of a journey it is because we have to undo so many old thinkings. Oh. Like you have, first you've got like a two-part job. You have to undo things that you grew up with. Like I said, like being, growing up, especially in an African home, you are made to feel guilty about sex. Like I... I think personally, I always say this when I'm having conversation with my partner, I'm like, I think I was way, I was interested in sex a lot earlier than what could have been considered a normal age. Like, I didn't lose my virginity until I was 18, but I was very much interested in it. Like, I think I stumbled across, um, I stumbled across porn when I was like 12 or something. And I was just like, oh my God. What is this? And, me. I, but it I was like making me feel some type of way that I enjoyed, but I wasn't able to ask someone like, what is happening? Like, what is this? So it kind of became a little secret, became something nasty. Yeah. And I remember my parents even one day, I was like downstairs and then they went to a party and I thought, okay, this is my time. No one's home. Let me do a little... And they ran in and I turned off, but I thought I locked it, but I didn't. <laughs> so it was... <laughs> I was I was mortified but I pre- I did appreciate how my parents handled it they did were like yeah. oh no this is young you're too young but there was like this we never spoke about it again mm. and I don't think that was healthy like I just felt like it made me feel like oh my god I did something really bad I should have been interested in this like yeah. so 
I had to do so much work just on doing, being like, you know what, sex, mm. don't feel guilty about it. Like, it's fine. Like, you enjoy it. Yeah. And then once you remove that, now you're a woman and just like, no, it's okay to sleep with someone because you want to. It's okay to, you know, like that whole journey for me, I don't think it started till I was in my like 20, I think 27, 25. Yeah. When I started becoming really vocal yeah. or just saying when I didn't like something. Yes, same. Like same. it was growth. It was the exact same. Like it was proper growth. And I was just like, I didn't enjoy that. <laughs> I didn't like that. You had a great time. I didn't. And I, and I didn't, this is going to sound mad, yeah, but like I didn't have an issue playing men. Mm, okay. I, like, I didn't mind if, if like I was to, I don't know, like get to know a guy, have sex with him, never see him again. I didn't feel bad. Whereas before mm -hmm. I would kind of be like, well, you know, like you guys have had sex now. Like you should, you should definitely talk to him more. Like maybe this is your husband or this person that day mm -hmm. like, and blah, blah, blah. Whereas I was just like, I'm a, it's, it's actually okay if I just find you attractive. I just want to have sex with you and I don't, that's it. I'm not trying to be your girl. I'm not trying to be none of the above. I'm just, just trying to get a nut. Like, honestly, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it really, it gets to that point. Cause I feel men do it all the time and we're not going to play the whole men do it and women should do it, but yeah. I do, it's individual and I hate that it's, us our gender that stops us from really Thank enjoying because i honest i'm just like let's be honest there's some people who really enjoy sex and if you do and you're a consenting adult and you know what you want and you're vocal enjoy as much as you can because this life corona has shown us <laughs> honestly right one of my friends like messaged me and we was talking literally like a couple of hours ago and this girl said to me this life is for the living and i was just mm. like it really is like life is for the living like and if if anything has taught me that now it's this whole pandemic mm. has taught me life is for the living so if i want to do something i'm just gonna do it who's gonna stop me <laughs> at <laughs> this point like i'm like who's gonna stop me like i've lost a year of my life right now so who is going to stop me stop me you can't check me like no i'm i'm just gonna do it and that just it, honestly it comes it comes with when just you do the work it comes with age because you're just like you know what who is going to stop me at this yeah. big 33 year old age yeah like you're gonna say no is there um so like your relationship because i really do like i said i love you i really do love your podcast i think as women i first started i got into there was a podcast was it lip service i don't know if you've heard with angela Yee. i listened to it and i was like no i need to hear british women also talk like this because yeah. there's so many difference like americans they have their thing but also i'm just like no i need to hear british women so it was so good to come across your podcast i was just like yes i was like speak like let's speak let's be honest because we still have we still have the bondage that oh you know, sex is dirty. We shouldn't talk about it. Classy women don't talk about sex. Classy women don't do this. Classy women don't get on their knees. And I'm just like, but you're doing it. So if you can... <laughs> you're doing it. That's the thing. You're doing it. Like, doing is it the problem it. talking about it? Or is the, like the problem doing it? Like, I just feel like we need to talk about it. Like, 
What what uh, pushed you to start your podcast? Um, so I think it's a thing where like I have for okay, like, how can I put this now? So my older years, yeah, I've always mm-hmm. enjoyed talking about sex with friends, with with guys, with girls, with like anyone, and and, and just trying to like understand people's way of, of thinking when it comes mm-hmm. to sex and um the different types of sex people have whether that is heterosex whether that's gay sex lesbian sex trans like there there, there are so many elements to it and i was yeah. just like i want there to be a space where where black women especially can just come and they can sit and they can talk about sex without any fear of like any kind of judgment or mm-hmm. anyone shame them or, or anything because like again even for me when i had the idea i was going to be anonymous and that's okay. just okay i was terrified i was just like what if people think that i'm i'm this or this up troll just I, I just thought of all of like the bad stuff all and the was, negative stuff every yeah. time every time you want to do something time. and then i was just like how can i want to have a platform when I invite people on to be so open mm-hmm. and then I hide me. So yeah. I was just like, like, I have to put my face to it. This is who I am. This is what I talk about, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then it was just kind of born from that. Have your parents, Have has your mom, does she know? <laughs> so my mom knows about it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think she's ever listened because I've told her point blank period do not listen like <laughs> if you want to listen. if you don't want to have a heart attack please it's okay don't listen to it but she is aware of it because I told her about it maybe like a year or so ago now and I told her like why I do it the kind of conversations that I have and blah 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 and she was so proud and so oh. supportive. No, it These was so parents, nice. boy, they're so oh. cute. They're old Honestly. age. They're so yeah, yeah. they're evolving with us. Like she it's by so force. Happy. Yeah. Oh. And was just like, you know what? It's it's important because for her, they weren't allowed to have conversations mm-hmm. like about sex, like at all. Yeah. So um she's literally like, like my biggest fan. She's like, oh, like how's the podcast? Like, like, are you in the studio this week? Like, like, like who are you talking to? What are you talking about? And I'm just like, I'm not gonna say what I'm talking about, but it's kind of around this. And yeah, so, um, which which even just kind of like, that makes me happy because that just kind of tells me that the older generation can still kind of change their own way of thinking. Yeah. No, absolutely. I think even my mom, she, she calls me and she's always like, you know what, baby, do what makes you happy. Like whatever yeah. it is, that's makes it. Her whole thing is since I became a mom, she's like, don't you let that stop you from being you. Like Sick. do whatever it is. I'm like, mom, you don't even, you don't even have to tell me twice. <laughs> Girl, I'm I'm like, doing it. <laughs> you don't even have to tell me. I'm like, this boy, he already knows me. I'm not just your mom. Like you better. <laughs> and that's so good. Like, that's so important. Like mm-hmm. I remember when I was, I think I was about 15 and I was home for, for something. And I remember calling my mom about, I, I don't know, 20, mom, can I do this? Mom, can I? and I just oh. kept saying, mom, 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 mom. And she was literally like, do you know that I'm not just your mom? Like, tell him, mom, tell her. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not just your mom. Mm. Like, yeah, like you're not, are you? Like, 
you, you're like I'm a whole bad bitch. She wanted to tell you, like she wanted to tell you, like I'm a whole bad bitch. You know what I did before you? That's what I'm saying. She was like, I am not just your mother, and I was just like, okay, lesson learned. <laughs> Nothing like cool message. Never no, yeah. it's it really is. Like I think recently I saw a post that was like women we go from being someone's. So we go from pair being someone's daughter, then you be you're someone's girlfriend, someone's wife, someone's mom. Like we always go from being someone. That's why like I've especially been in a lockdown, it makes you think, I was like, wait, have I had a moment of just being me? Like just being mm. Asha, no attachment. And that was heavy because I've been doing this whole spiritual, spiritual ugh, can't even get my words out, but just trying to connect with myself. So that question was like, wait, always being someone's. And now, but my son, I swear to you, babe, I feel like he's like, he's been sent from somewhere. He's like in my little soulmate. He makes a point of calling me my full name and he's three oh. and he's three he's always like oh mommy he's like your name is zamuda ashafundi and I'm yes like, oh. like you got even the middle name <laughs> he's like yes. he and like i don't think his dad realized when i said i was like you don't understand you know there's some kids here remember when we were growing up there are some kids who didn't really know their mom's name name they didn't know their mom's full name madness yeah it was so mad because they were so used to be like mummy mummy and you're like and us also not really asking our parents their stories like mum like what were you like we know certain things but really like what did you like what were you like when you were my age like when you were 33 i know you were having the kids but what were you like yeah like yeah for real like we don't don't ask them i think we're just like you know your mummy you're doing this so it's so important to me. Like, it's so cringe, but I love it. When he calls me by my full name, I'm like, you know. I love that. I'm like, you know. You know. Like, I'm not just your mom. Like, he really is so important to me. And I and I think that's just that's just one of the things that I love, especially with motherhood. My type of motherhood is like, no, I don't just want to be your mom. Like, mm. mommy needs to. That's why doing my podcast for me was kind of my way of being like, this is something for me. Yeah. Like it's me doing it for myself. Yeah. So with your podcast, have you, is there any stories that you found and you're like, has anything changed your opinion on how people are out there having sex? Um, I don't know if it's changed. Um, I think it's, it's probably just like, maybe just like highlighted things for me or just, just kind of like the, the things that I've, I've thought about, different people's sex is just very much like in my face now um <laughs> yeah it's it's very people are very open like i listen to some of the podcasts and i like i feel like we've we're all dying to talk about our sex life whoever's yeah. ready to listen yeah you're just pouring we, it's, it it's it's interesting because often when i finish um um a session i've had so many people be like I don't know if this is a superpower or what it is that you do, <laughs> but it, it's like people literally, they s- sit with me like in the studio and they just, they just let it all out and they feel so comfortable. And I'm just like, but but that's why my podcast is so important to me because I want people to feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like I want people to just literally just come in here and not feel like they're talking to a completely random person because for the most part, that is like the first time that I meet a lot, like of my guests. Yeah, yeah. So, 
for them to kind of be able to kind of come in and to just feel so comfortable and to just talk I think is is amazing but I do think it's a Libra thing yeah I I yeah. really do I think I mean, it is because a lot of my guests will be like oh my god you make me feel so comfortable, comfortable yeah. and I'm like it's just like I love a good chat yeah. like I love talking because I, I think even for me like I don't feel like this is the first time I'm talking to you no I, I'm, I'm generally like I know this girl <laughs> we go way girl. back like <laughs> We go way back when. No, it really is. And I think I that's also why, for me, I always say I started a podcast. Because I'm like, I love people. Yeah. If I can literally make a living just talking to people. And, you know, the with especially with, you know, after 25, I've always wanted to just celebrate black women. I think at this stage of my life, I was like, what do I want to do with myself? Like, I had, had my son and I was like, okay, what is the plan? I'm not going to go back to the old job. That was never the plan. Yeah. So now it's like, okay, what's the plan? Yeah. And, you know, I think we give social media such a bad, like, bad reputation. We're like, oh, it's toxic. But it's actually so refreshing for me. It helped me see, wow, you know what? There are people doing things, mm -hmm. things that were just, like, passion, things that they do as a hobby. They're just like, you know what? I'm taking a chance and I'm doing it. Yeah. And seeing black women doing it was, like, my motivation to be like, you know what? If sis can do it. I can yeah, do it too. Girl. Like Absolutely. we can. I'm like, let's do it. So it's such a pleasure to have you guys come on and we talk about the journeys because it's not it's not easy. I think also being really transparent about what journeys are like, how working in a certain industry is like, mm -hmm. especially as a black woman, the things that you have to deal with, and also definitely celebrating age. Like I, yes. you know, like. Okay. We are, especially being African, like, listen, guys, we love being African, but there are certain things. <laughs> for real. Me, you can't take my Africanness from me. I love it. But there's certain things we do have to undo. Like, with growing up, it was always like, oh, when you get to a certain age, if you're not doing this, then yep. that's it. If you don't have the husband, then you have just been left. You will never marry again. You yeah. know, like, there, on the shelf. You're just there, stale. Unwanted meat. Stale meat. <laughs> Stale meat. Like I remember a guy that I was seeing one time told me that after I turned 25, no one would look at me. I said, look at this whole goat. But you know what? It was my own fault as well. I still slept with him. So this is what I'm telling you. Age. <laughs> Age. Because now he wouldn't you can't be saying nonsense like that and actually That's still get yeah. it. But me. it is that kind of thing that after a certain age, that's it. Like, life is over. Mm. But I'm enjoying getting older. Like, how are you How are you with, like, getting older and... I love it. Like, I think growing up, I was a bit like, oh, my God. Like, it, it felt so, like, far away. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God, like, I'm not, like, not going to be 30 or blah, blah, blah until ages. And then it came and I was just like, okay. And, like... <laughs> I like I didn't really have that panic turning 30 like I, I I really did embrace it um and I just kind of I love this version of me so much mm -hmm. I know that has just been because of the journey and it has just come with age where you're just so much more like accepting of you yeah and it, yeah it's I love it I do love it 
no it's true like when you say like i literally feel like this is the version i've been working out to, i've been working myself up to be like it literally it's like you know what this everything that's happened you know and even when we're talking about just gratitude i'm always saying you know i'm gonna say hey god <laughs> this ain't it this ain't yeah. the final stop mm -hmm. but thank you for what you're given and that's re that's just been really helping and i think that definitely comes with age i think yeah. gratitude oh just to be grateful for the smallest thing you're just like hmm like i'm good i'm alive at this point i'm alive yes it is my morning thing i'm just like you know what i'm alive yeah, I'm here. yeah. for another day to but, face the bullshit yeah. <laughs> no it really is okay so one of my favorite thing i do love to do is talk about skincare mm. because i do think this is also you know when we talk about industries and spaces in the market that don't seem to think that we are skincare lovers it is always i'm fascinated to know how like people's relationship especially black women started with skincare because whenever i think back i'm always like guys my mom wasn't really the one that i saw around the house doing face mask and it was foreign to us so we just picked it up growing up but we yeah. love it so for you how did that start it was the ex exact same like I, I i didn't do skincare at all like i i creamed my body head to toe in the same cream <laughs> like can you imagine that was, that was literally it and it was like very like thick cream as well so even like a very thick cocoa, cocoa butter, butter shea butter like, oh, butter. Vaseline. vaseline just vaseline head to toe but you've got great I, skin i'm thank looking you, thank you but this has taken time because i used to have really 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 bad skin like i scar very very easily mm-hmm um, so like the tiniest nick or scratch or anything and, and I scar. Um, so I think it is just over time where I've like, I've had to learn more about my skin and what my skin can handle and what it can't handle. Mm -hmm. Drink a whole lot more water because that just wasn't really a thing for me. Um, but yeah, like it's not, it's not ever something that I saw. Like I didn't ever watch like my mum have like a face mask on and just chill out and just... Mm -hmm look after her because I guess for her she was running a household she had a husband and three kids and was working and was just doing so much um so whereas like now I will spend money on my skincare products because I'm just like yes. I see the benefit of it and mm -hmm. I think so I think as black people and I think black women we we kind of take or have taken sorry the fact that we are beautifully melanated mm -hmm. for granted because we just age so, so wonderfully yes like, so beautifully um but then i'm just like you know what with age and with gravity and things like that like i need to pollution yes the pollution everything so i've definitely got a lot better with my skincare yeah i what brands do you gravitate towards um so at the minute what am i using i'm using ren Mirad. Like Ren. Ren is very good. Murad. Um what's on my shelf? Yeah. Like that's 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 probably what I'm using right now. But I tell you what has kind of changed the game for me. Mm -hmm. SPF. SPF. Let's talk about it because these people do you know I was in a clubhouse room 
like a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about you know um skin bleaching and things like this and i was kind of like you know what skin bleaching is a thing that they love to bring into certain yeah. areas of africa but however yeah. they don't want to educate you in how to protect your skin yeah. with with the SPF talk, mm-hmm. I was literally attacked in that room as to be like, oh, no, black people do not need SPF. I'm like, oh my God, how are you people still about? I'm like, with the same internet that I have, how are you not? Like, are we reading different information? Like, I honestly, I used to think that a long time ago. And then mm. I was just like, oh, it doesn't make any damn sense. Of course we do. Skin of is skin. Skin is skin. So yeah, I'm very big, but but I think also it's it's because like growing up, I I don't think we had many SPF SPF oh, sorry that no. didn't leave that white like overcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that kind of put me off using it a lot because I was just like I can't use the same ones that my friends use because it 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 just sits on my skin. It's just on but, top. Yeah. Yeah. No. Honestly, SPF game changer. I say yeah. two things that help my skin is exfoliating and wearing SPF. Yes. And the exfoliating help dust off those unwanted dark marks and things like yeah. that. And then XPF was like to actually protect it because yeah. everything you're doing, we don't realize like you're washing your face with the right thing. You're using your cleanser. But if you're not kind of sealing it off with the SPF. What's the point? And then sis, like what, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. You're just wasting time. <laughs> Money on good products. I'm telling you, like, what's your, what's one of your favorite cleansers? Um, so I, for ages, I was using a cleanser by a brand called Face Theory, which did. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which did amazing for my skin. And then recently I was sent some bits from, um, Murad. So I've been using their vitamin C cleanser. It's like magic. It's like my skin has taken to it so well. So I feel mm-hmm. like I might be changing from face theory, I think. Oh, when you find a good product. Yeah. Like it, it's it's hard to change. It's, like, it's so okay, hard well, to change. This is my thing now. Yeah, yeah. This is, yeah, this is it. <laughs> no, I honestly, when you find a good product, because I'm trying the whole, I find it hard. I was asking, so I've interviewed a influencer. And I was kind of asking, I was like, how do you guys use all these products? Because I'm kind of a person where I want to use something and I want to use it and stick to it. And if I love it, it's going to take a very long time for me to change it. Yeah. So I can't do influencer life. Like, it's just... (laughs) It's just, it's hard. It's just like, no, I... And especially, like, I feel like with my skin, it react. It can, although we can take certain things... It can mm-hmm. also take a long time to adjust to something. So yeah. once I've I've dedicated that time, now you want me to just go and change. <laughs> like, yeah. like, it's crazy. Um, are you a essence mist type of person? Um, or are you like a, just a quick skincare couple of steps? Yeah, I have a few steps. Don't give it to me. So... I cleanse and I tone. So I've got two different toners. Um, one that I put like onto a, onto a cotton pad, and and then the other like is a mister, which I think okay. I'm enjoying more because that just feels quite nice. It just it feels so bougie, doesn't it? Yeah, just, like, just, just extra. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and then in the evening, um, I have a dark eye corrector because I have really, really bad dark, like, mm -hmm. pink, um, what's the word? Hyperpigmentation. Oh, yeah, like un um, under my eyes. And then I'm using a vitamin C glowing serum. Mm -hmm. And then I use the Ren Dark Mark like a razor cream as well, which is just Ren. They can have all of my money. Honestly. <laughs> like, honestly. I remember it. I love me some Ren. Yeah. And that's that's really my routine. I think in the morning, the only difference is I won't use the Ren because that's a nighttime cream. And I'll mm -hmm. use, like, a day cream instead and my SPF. See? See, this is it. I like. I think some people. I don't know if it's influenced the world. That's kind of made everyone think like skincare is that complicated. It's actually not. It's babe, keep it simple. Like don't stress it's yourself. Really it's kind of like wash your face, find a good cleanser, find a toner, serum, moisturizer, SPF, yeah. and bulb your uncle. Yeah, but like I tell you, what I've been using. Hold on, let me grab it because I cannot. Stop talking about this. My um, it's like um, uh, like an exfoliating pad, or yeah, but it's like um, what's this material? It's like microfiber. Okay, so okay. Not so much for like exfoliating, but literally to help take off your makeup. Now, mm. when I read about it, people were like this is amazing, blah 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 blah. And I was also trying to cut down like my baby wipe usage, my cotton pads. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. Um, so like when I read about it, like people said like just apply water and I was like, I'm black, so I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna <laughs> apply soap or I'm gonna apply my cleanser. Yeah, so, yeah. Um literally I use this with my cleanser, my makeup comes off with ease, you literally wash it and it's clean and then I will like I've got like oh, a couple nice. anyway. So and then you can literally put them in the washing machine and they're perfect. So I'm just like it cuts down usage of baby wipes and cotton pads it's not good for the environment yeah i've given up on the baby wipes i think yeah. i'm yeah i've tried my best i've i've been using a face oil and that's been really good to be fair i haven't really been wearing makeup anyway so but when but when i do a good face oil i've been trying to stop the whole um face wipes and even face mask the paper mask I've really yeah. been trying and usually, oh, I love it. That's kind of like my relaxing, close the door. Yeah. I've drunk something. If the baby's yeah. sleeping, I've even, even smoked something. And yes. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> like I'm in my zone. Don't call me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, so I used to do the whole like um, face mask and face sheets. I've tried to stop that. Now I'm just like trying... Because I still like the extra. I will do a cleanser. I yeah. will do toner. I will do essence. I will even do mist. Just to even throw it in there. <laughs> I would do a serum. Moisturizer. And an SPF. But those are like when I've got time. Yeah. When you don't have time. You're doing wash your face. And serum. And you're going. <laughs> you, yeah. Like you're literally going. So, But I also. I love. I love just taking care of my skin because I felt like you said with black people we've you know because we do age so wonderfully God has blessed us honestly but we do like think like black doesn't crack yeah and I'm always like guys if it doesn't crack like what will actually happen if you it still looked after it yeah. I will be young forever yes. 
100%. Like, uh-huh. we'll never crack. And I think that's so important. I Like, with the... with the, um, Do you work with any beauty brands when it comes to your influencers? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and how is, like, even getting get black girls? Because I feel like with some people, with some, some of my friends, I always say some of them avoid skincare because to them, it doesn't speak to them. So they're just like, I don't see myself, I don't mm-hmm. see people that look like me in it. Yep. So they don't, they're like, oh, we don't need it as black people. So when you like working with these brands, are they aware that they're missing a whole group of people? Yeah, I think a lot of them are. Um, and I think a lot of beauty brands especially are trying to make sure that they are a lot more inclusive in that sense. So if it's a fact of they will then finally widen the shades in their foundation mm-hmm. or just think about like different types of like shades of lipstick and thinking, okay, well, would that actually work on someone who has like a darker skin tone? Um, and and also I, I think just like asking influencers, what's your shade? What, what um, nail varnish complements you better? Just things like that, as opposed to just kind of like, especially if it's on like a PR front and they will post out um, uh, a mailer and just kind of like throwing in everything and then being mm-hmm. like, okay, well, this this can't work for this type of influencer. Like things like this just don't make any, any damn sense. Um, so I definitely think brands are trying to be a lot more inclusive because I think for so long, they, they missed out an entire market. Like, mm-hmm. why would you exclude black women? Like we spend money when it comes oh. to our products. So why would especially you when you find them? something that works, especially when yeah. you find a, Mac Mac stood on the back of black women. Mac yes. cosmetics. <laughs> they yeah. we we built Mac. Yes. We built Mac. Like, and did you see like when we stop actually fucking with it properly, properly? It's not the same. Yeah, no, no, no. Because like literally I would buy Mac everything. Because mm-hmm. I was just like, this is the only brand that has the shades for me in mm-hmm. terms of my foundation, lip pencil, I like just everything. And so they got too many of my damn coins. And then the other brands kind of like picked up and even, and like I remember when um, L'Oreal did a big thing because they, yes. had added to, they had added to their shades finally because it was very much like white and white. It was just... Exactly. It was like mixed race um, was the darkest. Yeah. Or they would do that thing where where like they had um like ten different shades for like white skin and then they had like cocoa for black. And it was <laughs> oh, just the like, damn names. Cocoa. And <laughs> even that like, I'm just like, aren't you like aware that as black women we also come in like several different sh- shades and if you've got um uh a foundation with a red undertone what that then mm-hmm. honestly it's so the much. undertone they just yeah. didn't understand yeah like literally brands didn't understand like what brands when it does come to makeup what brands are you are you loving right now like i'm honestly i'm really really basic with my makeup like i, I don't use many products as as well i literally use like a 10 pound l'oreal foundation and why are you saying that like that babe say it with your chest if it works (laughs) if it works it works then i use a concealer um i have a bobby brown concealer stick and i'll tell you what yeah the only reason that i have that is because i want a giveaway with melissa's wardrobe okay okay 
it's not cheap but does it but does it feel good though will you be replacing it it feels like money okay then you deserve it you deserve it babes but honestly at the time i was just like should i try like like bobby brown and i saw the price point and i said no i'm sorry i can't do it (laughs) so um yeah and then i use um a laura mercier powder Oh, I like Laura Mercier. Oh, their stuff is nice. They're really They're nice. Like, I used nice. to work for a PR company, and I used to get these stuff for free. Laura Mercier and and even Ren. Babe, I didn't appreciate it. I didn't, like, I didn't realise the gold that I was given. Gold. Like, it was gold. Like, I was, we were literally given free, like, body, skincare. And I just said, you see, young age. I yeah. didn't know Fair that enough. I had gold in my hands. Yeah. For free. Um, for free. That's why my parents are still stressed that I left my job. <laughs> Not honestly, like that's that's one thing that I miss. It was like like when you work in marketing and stuff, and like especially uh influence marketing, you go on like so many breakfast meetings with these brands. Mm, all of so free stuff, breakfast. The, I miss the free breakfast and I miss meeting up with like all the girls in PR and them just giving you stuff. I miss that. I miss kind of going into like, in, into like a company and then being like, go in the cupboard. And you're just like, like the, this, oh my God, this, yeah, the sample rooms. Ah. So that's why I personally need the Rona to up and leave because <laughs> I have cupboards to raid. <laughs> it's so true. Like PR word. Oh my God. My parents got... They got they got nice gifts. I'll be like, oh mama got free stuff. Here you go, makeup. So they're just heartbroken. The day that I decided to leave my job, my dad was like, What about the free stuff? I was like, look at this man. <laughs> like, like, sir, like, sir, relax. Like where I'm stressed out, you're not there. Now you're worried about where's your free yeah. stuff. Like, but no, even do you know what? Back to makeup. Bobby Brown, I love I really do love Bobby Brown. I think it's worth the money. I love yeah. their skincare as well. We're literally saying this. I was saying this last week on the last episode. I was like, I really love their skincare. It's not. It's re- it's not cheap, like mm-hmm. at all, at all, at all. But yeah. I, at the moment, I'm using Nars their concealer because mm-hmm. I think I'm literally just like you. I'm become so not even lazy with makeup because, like, since I had my son, I'm I pick sleep. Over yeah. a lot of things. So mm-hmm. if I, <laughs> if I can do my makeup quick, like right now, I literally did concealer, couple of concealer here and then, lipstick. I was like, let's go because, mm-hmm. thank you. I'm trying. Are yeah. you ready for when we leave? Are you ready for June twenty first? I I am, but I feel like I might come out on June twenty second because <laughs> I need everyone to go mad, and then I'll come out. Let the madness, honestly. Yeah. Everyone move mad, run right, and then I'll kind of like tiptoe out. Like, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Don't worry, you're gonna you're gonna see me outside with my child because we are moving mad. <laughs> <laughs> I am moving reckless. Like, I am so tired. Like, I'm tired of my four walls. Like, yeah. I'm honestly, I'm tired of my four walls. Over it. So I will be moving reckless. Um. Okay. Thank you so much. Uh, so before we even finish, please tell everyone where they can find you. Podcasts, Twitter, everything. All that, all that. 
Yeah, so um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at just underscore Georgette. And then you can also catch the podcast at Just A Tip Pod again on Twitter and Instagram. The podcast is available on all streaming platforms. Literally type in Just The Tip Podcast and it will be the one with the purple logo and the lips and the cherry. And yeah, I've enjoyed this so much. I'm so glad you have. I've really enjoyed it. I really, really have. And guys, you guys, you have to listen to the podcast. I think it's it's funny. It's honest. Like the last podcast that I listened to, the uh, Don't Waste an Erection, I felt him. I said, sir, you are speaking facts. You haven't said one lie. He spoke so many facts. and I was He was like, so free. And I appreciated that. Yeah, same. And I was like, I love this. I love Honestly, yeah. like, I burst out laughing when I got to the nipple part. I thought, you know what, sir? It's be free. <laughs> That's the only way we can be liberated and we can enjoy sex is just by honestly open dialogue. Like, no shame. You like what you like. Yeah, you like what you like. Look. Like, why are we, what? Do you know what, right? One thing before I do go. The only thing I'm disappointed in being an adult, I thought, you know, when you were younger, oh, I can't wait to be an adult. I'll get to do this with no judgment because everyone's like, oh, when you're an adult, you get to adulthood and people are still doing the same bullshit. I'm like, hey, I'm a whole adult. Can I not enjoy? Like, I want to enjoy being an adult and enjoy doing what adult people are allowed to do. Yeah, but it's like, it's still it's still more judge it's still more judgment. I swear, like the older you get, there is like extra judgment. So yeah. <laughs> I think the good thing is that when you're older, you just don't give a shit. <laughs> ah, you're speaking facts. You yeah. are actually speaking because you realize, you know what? There's bills coming out on my bank account, and none of these people are paying them. Like you really have to like just you. you really have to analyze certain things. Like, like if anyone even tried to comment, I'd be like, you know what? Pay, pay my rent for one month, <laughs> and and then you can chat to me. Like, okay. All I'm asking is for one month. One, one like, month. Off, offload this thing off me just for one month, so I can chat. live the life that I really want to live. Yeah. So unless you can do that, I really I can't. Like I can't care. So. <laughs> Guys, please do listen to the podcast and let us know. Um, I enjoyed this so much. Thank you so much for coming Thank on. Thank you so much. I hope that you will come on to my podcast as well. Soon. All I need is an invite, babes. Yeah. Um, like, like I said, I'm ready to spill. <laughs> I love it but yes thank you so so much honestly this has been so great thank you uh, for having me and yeah oh perfect okay I'm gonna stop that right now okay so-